Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. It's Podcast Mosh! The greatest podcast in all the world, brought to you by Lich King. Lich King, because thrash metal needed a man of war. TM, recorded live at PDP Studios in beautiful downtown Greenfield, Massachusetts. Hi. Hello, everybody. <laughs> it's, there's never a good way to start this shit. There never is. Welcome to Podcast Mosh. Episode 6, title unyet. Chosen thing, <laughs> unyet, <laughs> unyet chosen. We're sitting in PDP Studios, the home of all studio-based things, and I have Brian's dog in my lap. Yep, it's just me and Tom today. Me yeah. being Brian, Tom being the other voice. Which is it's nice because that means Rob won't come in and like declare boldly that the whole thing sucks. Yeah, as he often does. And Joe won't be eating food into the microphone. Yeah, and then interrupting everybody. And Nick won't drive two hours just for us to fuck off into microphones for an hour. Yep. Yeah. So you get our creepiness. Good times. Just us. Um. So yeah, what? What? It's been a month since our last podcast. Mm-hmm. And in that time, many things have happened. <laughs> many things. What? <laughs> Not much. It's been a very uneventful <laughs> month. Tip. I mean, you oh. know, we had a couple things, but. Well, that, I wouldn't consider it totally uneventful. No, but, but uh, it, it's, it's somewhat eventful, at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, first things first, we uh, Lichmas happened. Yeah, Merry Lichmas. Mm. Yay. Yay. Um, <sighs> the Christmas stocking was out in full force. The stocking was all over the place, man. He had a, he had a banner year. He oh. did. He did. He had some great videos. And he had a goodbye video where we saw him like as he was in the box, oh. and the camera pulled back, and we were like waving to him. And it was like that scene in you know a romantic movie where someone's leaving on a train for the war, and the girl is behind, and she's like holding out her hand, and he's holding out his hand from the train as it's like leaving, and that's how I felt as the Lichmas stocking was. I just called it the Lichmas stocking. That's not what it's called. Nope, it's the Christmas stocking. Damn it. We 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 discussed that in one I know. of the videos where we call it the Christmas stocking, even though it's Lichmas. And it's a rule that I made up. Yeah. And I am I am disobeying my own edict. Yeah. I. I we 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 need to figure that out. Like, how do, how does it make sense? Like, it doesn't. Don't worry about it. Okay. Christmas stocking celebrates Lichmas. Sure. Don't nope. don't talk shit. <laughs> don't come up against it. Don't talk shit. Don't fight. Was that to the metronome as well? Could have been. I I don't know. It was only <laughs> three beats. Could have been anything. Could have been. Um. If it was me, you can be sure it was off tempo. Probably a good point. Yeah. Damn vocalists. Yep. Can't, can't keep time for shit. I'm a good drummer though. Yeah. <laughs> Great drummer. Mm-hmm. Um and then well, along with Lichmas, we two things happened. Besides two things were announced yes. or distributed as the Lichmas present. Um one of which was well, the first one that came out was a entirely new wait, nope, that was the second <laughs> one. <laughs> Fuck me. Wow. I'm going backwards, man. Hey, edit this part later. No, it's more fun to not edit it. Hey, Brian that's listening, edit this. Don't listen to Brian from right now. (laughs) Brian from right now doesn't know what he's talking about, but you're the man. Edit it out. Nope, staying in. Uh, So the first first thing that happened was uh, we announced some tour dates. Yay, East Coast tour. Yeah, you might have heard us hinting about that for the last couple of podcasts. Yeah, there was was this really cryptic uh, clue about the band we're touring with rhyming with sex tortoise well I bleep, no one figured it out i bleeped that out oh did you i bleeped out the sex tortoise part. i thought i heard it no oh nope 
Well, then edit this out now, <laughs> editing, Brian. Nope. I'm leaving that in, too. Nope. Nope. You got to edit it out, I said. Nope. Um, and that should be good. Going down the coast in the winter is nice because you get the... Like you get the whole, you know, cold to warm thing. Yeah. You're like, it's a little warmer than it was yesterday. That's nice. Spring, March is a very good time to start a tour because, yeah, like you said, you get down to, you you head south straight away and within, you know, you start your first couple of days in the northeast where it's still cold and you're like, yeah, fuck this. And then you get to like Virginia and it's like, oh, it's, it's 60 here. Cool. Yeah. Although last time we did, we were in Virginia Beach. It, it was, was raining. freezing. It's freezing and raining, and we were like, "Yeah, we get to have a nice beach day, cool." Yeah. And then we got there, it's like, "Oh, god damn it!" Virginia's in the south. It's gonna be warm. Don't don't worry about it, guys. <laughs> we stepped into the water. It was it was like stepping into the water around here. Yeah. Absolutely frigid. Yeah. But you know, of course, we're in, we're in Florida. Like five days after that. Yeah. It was North Carolina where we really started to notice the heat. Yep. Yeah, it's interesting how that works. Yeah, I tried teasing everyone that was back home with like, yeah, it's like 73 here, ha! <laughs> Nobody cared. Nope. If I tease you, I want you to react to it and show me a tear, damn it. <laughs> That's the point. Um, so yeah, uh, the day below, uh, what the hell are the actual dates? I probably should have this memorized by now, but I'm forgetting. Well, while you dig that up, I'll mention that uh, during this tour... I plan to go on stage with Ex Mortis and do a cover of a certain song. A certain song that's within my vocal range. And if you know me, you know I can get a little high now and then. You can just get a little high now and then. A little bit high in the voice. <laughs> I can't do it right now, but you know, it's it's amazing when I do it because I'm I'm I've just got golden pipes. Golden pipes. Yeah. Okay, I feel bad because I I I I booked this entire fucking tour and I don't remember what day it starts. <laughs> God, man, my I'm, my brain has been like a train wreck lately. I don't know what's going on with me. I don't even know where to look to find it. I mean, you don't know where to look trying. to find it. Go to I don't our Facebook. If you want to look up the dates, go to our Facebook page. Just and go to our face Facebook dot com slash Lich King Metal. Click the thing that says tour dates right next to uh, right under the cover photo and our. Photos and all that crap. It's right there. First show's New Jersey, right? Uh, no. First show is Brooklyn. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, March seventh is the first date. That's uh, we're playing. Sorry, not Brooklyn. Goddamn, it's Queens. I keep fucking that up every time. <laughs> Queens. March seventh is Queens. Yeah, you know who cares? New York people. March eighth is Trenton, New Jersey. Uh, March ninth is Richmond, Virginia, and March tenth is Charlotte, North Carolina. March eleventh is Columbia, South Carolina. March 12th is Savannah, Georgia. Yeah. March 13th is Jacksonville, Florida. March 14th is Miami, Florida. Whoa. March 15th is Tampa, Florida. What? March 16th is Atlanta, supposedly. We're still actually waiting back to hear waiting to hear back on that date. How far away is Savannah from Atlanta? Uh not even close. It's oh. like across the state. Huh. Yeah. Um, Monday the 17th, actually, uh, St. Patrick's Day, uh, Johnson City, Tennessee, where I, where I would most like to be celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Exactly, because you know what? I'm sick of Massachusetts people, because there's like a heavy <laughs> Irish population around here, especially out towards Boston, who are like, ah, St. Patty's Day, go out, uh, go to hell, die, <laughs> die, drink yourself into a stupor, die puking in the gutter. It's also a Monday, so... Yeah, have fun that, that won't stop them. Yeah. Tuesday, March 18th, Pittsburgh, uh, Pennsylvania. March 19th, uh, Columbus, Ohio. March 20th, Cleveland, Ohio. March 21st, Rochester, New York. And we cap that off with a hometown show here in Northampton, Massachusetts, on March 22nd. So that is the rundown for our tour with Ray. x Mortis. The rough thing about a, a hometown show when you get back at the end of the tour, and I know I'm not complaining about this this time because it's a two-week thing, mm. is that we were thinking about doing a hometown return from tour thing on the U.S. tour, and I made a point that I think I was very right about. I think everyone would agree with me that um, like at the end of a month and a half of touring, the last thing you want to do when you're within like an hour's drive of your own bed is to uh, play another show and like hang out for another night. Like that, those last two nights that we were out, we were all just like, just we were so sick of each other, and we weren't even talking, <laughs> and we, like, we're we're not you know long term tour engines, I guess, 
and we we were not the happiest of people, and we just wanted to get back, and we drove all night, collapsed in our own beds, and everything felt foreign. Yeah. The second to last week of the U.S. tour was a little bit rough. Yeah. That was when we went through... Uh, Utah? No, no, Utah that. was cool. Oh. No, you're, you're... Well, I'm you're, not saying anything was wrong with Utah. I mean, I'm just trying to, like, <laughs> guess where we um, were. After that, I want to say it was between basically between everything after Wichita... And up to Chicago, it was just like oh, yeah. that whole stretch. Unfortunately, it was like the five days we had Smash Potato with us. That <laughs> it was like the probably the four of the worst attended shows on the tour. Yeah, which you know, there's nothing you can do about it. It was like you know, it was it was a span of shows that were like a Monday through a Thursday. It was in you know smaller cities, up in the north. It was cold. Yeah, yeah. It was just like eh. we had been enjoying nice weather the whole time, and yeah. now we were going back into the north and. and and like the the northern middle of the country is not a well received area for thrash metal, yeah. and not like it is here. But I just mean it's it's it started to feel more like home. Yeah. Like uh, nobody here cares. And then there was that night with the pouring rain. Yeah, that was in a uh, uh, St. Paul. Yeah, yeah, that was the low point for me. Yeah, that was a rough night. That was that was awful. Yeah. Uh, but the, at least we had those fried cheese curds. Yeah. Those things. I didn't. You didn't? Oh, that's right, because you have a cheese thing. <laughs> I have Brian a cheese has thing. a cheese thing. Let's it not was, talk about that. No, but <laughs> I yeah. Um, long story short, I found out I was lactose intolerant when we yeah. went to Canada, and yeah. I had eaten a ton of poutine, which is covered in cheese curds. Yeah, that was a fun car ride home. Mm-hmm. And, and that was all... that was before we had the bus. That we had Joe's van. Yeah, and it was us and Terra uh, and uh, not Terra's. Sorry, Incinerator. Yep. I just said Terra's because Juan was wearing a terrorist t-shirt trying to cross a border into canada yeah yeah that's like, funny that's not the best idea yeah but <laughs> it's still not well i won't bring up that story <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so yeah tour dates uh two weeks in march 16 days in march we'll be out on the road um if you want to look up the tour dates go to our facebook they're also going to be up on tour.lichking.metal.com. Yeah. Lichking.metal. God damn it. And if you're not on the East Coast, we're working on tour stuff outside of our area and exciting things may be happening. Some really exciting things that we've been looking forward to for a long time. But yeah. They're still in the works. Can't really talk about them can't, because don't want to disappoint anybody if it doesn't happen. If this one thing winds up happening and, you know, the big one, like yeah. that's going to be so cool. Yeah. We're... We're really hoping that happens. Yeah, because that's we're gonna be like heroes. Yep. Um, and I know we definitely want to do Canada again. That's yeah. That's a definite. Yeah. Um, maybe sometime in the summer. I gotta talk. We gotta talk to make some phone calls and messages to make that happen. But yeah, for any of you people not on the East Coast, we'll we're gonna try our best to get out to wherever you are, to the best of our ability. Uh, that's that's a promise on Brian's behalf. I personally <laughs> don't care if you never see us again and you cry about it. I like touring, Tom. As long as I'm everywhere. happy. I want to go everywhere. <laughs> I like traveling. I think I've mentioned this like a number of times. I don't know if you haven't heard it. Podcast people, I don't care, but I'll bring it up again. I like the traveling of touring. I like like going around in a bus with pals and you know jokes and you, you get lunch somewhere and like maybe we see a movie with some time off or something. But I don't like actually having to show up to a venue <laughs> and play a show. <laughs> I like I like the part where I'm just like hanging out in Oregon or some weird place and I'm like well look at me I'm in this place and what are we gonna do let's look up what's good on Yelp for like restaurants near here but then Brian's like let's go play a show and I'm like no <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to meddle anymore um don't want to meddle I'm a poser I'll admit it just let me go <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah I, I like shows I like lots of shows yeah shows are fun it's just like for the for the time that I'm not on stage screaming at people which is my fun time for the the four or five hours that we're required to be at a venue around that time. That is not fun for me. Yeah, it would be great if I could just like we could just drive around and enjoy the country and then show up and spend a half an hour blasting and then go straight away. Yeah, no see, packing, no loading. Just see, go. What, what I don't think a lot of people realize that as a band that doesn't have you know managers or roadies or you know or uh, techs or anything like that, it's literally just the five of us. We yeah. we pre we basically we're kind of in charge of you know we have to show up to the venue super early get all our stuff set up set up the merch table, you know do all that set up our gear tune our gear everything yeah you know there's there's not a lot of 
you know, when you're playing a show, you know, it's not just a, you get on stage for half an hour and then you go back and hang out and get crazy drunk with all the groupies and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, you, you're, for the most part, you're, you're, <laughs> what? <laughs> Lost my train of thought entirely. Uh, yeah, it's it's us doing everything, and it's not entirely fun because I have to set up my own mic stand. Oh my God, forbid! You don't even have instruments. I mean, you do help. I've I've trained you well. Yeah. In the Tom, I have a drum set. You have nothing. Help yeah. me. No, that and that's fine. Yeah. That like that's only fair. Yeah. And I like to help out when I can, but you know that's. I have to screw together two pieces to make a mic stand, and it's not—that's not cool. <laughs> Someone else should be doing that for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, point being that you know we don't just get on stage for half an hour and play a set, and everything's fine and dandy. Now it's you know we're loading our own gear, we're doing our own shit. Yeah, you have to yeah. sit there. And I'm, you know, <laughs> of course, I'm sure most other thrash band, you know, unless you're you know Metallica or in the big four, you're you know, you're hauling your own gear for to some extent. Yeah. Or, you know, one, the tier under the big four, whatever that might be, but... Yeah. Still. There's, there's a lot of illusion about, like, bands that have achieved some measure of success. There's a lot of, uh... We, we allow people to believe that we're big enough so that we maybe make money or we don't have to carry things or that people give a crap who we are. <laughs> That's generally not the case. Yeah. It's it's interesting. I I do. I it's interesting that people have this notion that you know, like, what label are you on? We're we're not. Yeah. Like, who? You know, what? You know, where can I find your CDs in stores? Or like, yeah, well, you can't. You can yeah. buy them. You can PayPal us money, and we'll send you one. I find yeah. it funny whenever someone from like the Ukraine says, "Hey, I can't find your CDs anywhere," and I'm like, "Yeah, you can't. <laughs> no, you're you're looking in stores. What are you doing? Yeah, well, don't do that." You know, there are benefits to that, though, you know, we're, you know, there's no middlemen, we don't, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it, 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 it's, it's a matter of scale, you know, we can, you know, we can either, you know, get a distribution contract and, you know, make less than the little money we make. Yeah. All right, from CDs already, I or love- we can, you know, get our stuff out there further, but, you know, make pennies, you know? It's, yeah. I, I kind of like it the way that it is, because it, it would work for me if I were a fan of us and I didn't, if I weren't in us, because yeah. I just need, I, I like digital music. I don't need, I don't need to find a CD in a store. I don't go to stores for CDs. I, I like to just download stuff, you know, legally, pay for it, get it, own it. I'm fine with that. But there are people that are like, I no, man, I like, I like to hold something in my hands. That's how I know I own it. I don't connect with these people. They need to, they they they're happy paying like thirty or forty dollars for an out of print CD, whereas you could just get it for nine bucks on iTunes. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, nah, I I I, I sort of agree with that. Uh, but I like having I like buying CDs because I don't like buying things from iTunes. Why? Because uh, I I don't want I want if I'm gonna buy I'm gonna spend ten dollars on a CD. I want the uncompressed audio. Oh yeah, yeah. Know? Brian's one of those guys that can hear the difference between like an MP3 and a really uh, lossless format. Yeah. I, I mean, can't. iTunes is pretty damn good. I will say that, but you know, I I I would just rather have the full the full thing. You know, and yeah. I can get that from the CD. And like Bandcamp has lossless audio. Yeah, that's why I really like Bandcamp and why we try to point people to our Bandcamp page because literally, if you get that, you're getting the exact same. You know, you're getting the exact same files that are on the CD basically. Yeah. You know, you're not getting a, you know, an MP3 that's transcoded from that. Whereas me, I can listen to the the crappiest KBS MP3 and be fine. <laughs> I don't know what KBS means. I just kind of uh, kilobits per second. Sure. I like 16 of those and I'll be good. Yeah. I can hear the drums. I'm all set. Yeah. I see I when when as soon as I can hear the cymbals doing that weird glitchy thing where it sounds like I'm streaming something from real player yeah. 8 years ago. Yeah. Then I understand yeah. that. Yeah. Then I'm like, nope, nope, no. can't stand it. Fortunately, that doesn't happen that much anymore. Yeah. With iTunes, people just kind of rip stuff, and it's usually pretty good. I just keep it in the cloud. Yeah. Um. So what the fuck else are we talking about here? <clears throat> we have a list. What's on the list? What's on the list? <laughs> um. Oh, so yeah, we just finished our talking about tour dates. Yep. Um, the other thing that we put out for Lichmas, what was that? Oh yeah, I can't believe we started that conversation and just kind of walked away from it. Yeah. Um, we put out a new song. It's the Lichmas present. It was called Lich King Five Stalemate. It was mistaken 
to be called, um, a lot of people mistakenly believed it to be called Stalemate. No, it is the fifth act of the wonderful Lich King saga in which the king, well, I don't want to spoil things for you. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Stuff happens. Stuff happens. The fight ends. The, f- well, I've said too much. No, he's, <laughs> he's fighting the, the nucleomancer, which is like a, a clone that came about as a result of an atomic bomb dropped by the humans in the last moment of their existence. Now, the Lich King and the Nucleomancer have been fighting for 4.5 billion years, unable to kill each other and enjoying and relishing the fight for so long. What 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 voice are you doing? I don't know. I'm just kind of like doing like a narrator thing. Like I'm like I'm. But you, it was like some weird like European thing. No, it's not European. It's it's like my really shitty impression of the the Super Friends guy. That's the old Super Friends cartoon. Like meanwhile, oh, okay, that like one. that. I'm trying to like bring. Bring the story up to speed. Gotcha. Yeah. But the sun is going red giant and then all shit gets crazy. Yeah. So I also heard that some people mistakenly believe that the album would be called Stalemate because we've been following that same pattern for every other album. I saw one guy say that and that's, you know, it's not a poor leap of logic to make, but I really doubt that's going to be the case. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, it actually wasn't the case on, you know, Necromantic Maelstrom or Toxic Zombie Onslaught. It's only been that case for... Lich King 3, World Gone Dead, and Lich King 4, Born of the Bomb. Yeah, although, honestly, that, I, I should have I should have named uh, the Lich King song in number two, uh, Toxic Zombie Onslaught. Yeah, but you but was, Lich King 2 was also on that album, and you also had Toxic Zombie Onslaught, right? Yeah, yeah, there were two separate things, but I should have taken more care to uh, name the album. I shouldn't have named that stupid album Toxic Zombie Onslaught in the first place. It's a stupid name. Every time I think about it, I cringe a little bit like, ah, it's like uh, like looking back in an old photo of yourself in high school and you had like a like a really popular style of hair at the time that just looks stupid now. Frosted tips. Yeah, fr- yeah, like you have <laughs> the stupid poofy hair flower that all the girls in the 80s had. Like, Brian, you weren't around in the 80s. <laughs> Shut up. No, but uh, no, I was I'm, around I'm, for 2 years of the 80s. Okay, but you weren't you weren't like a social Straight person Straight from in the, the 80s. 80s and I'm old school time. I was I was in a a uh, school cafeteria in the 80s and I at one point I like looked around and I was sitting in like I was surrounded by people and I realized like not one girl in sight didn't have the horrible hair poof front flower <laughs> like where it was just a sunflower on her head of hair that just radiated from the middle of her forehead and it was every single girl and like I, I looked around I was like everybody 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 it was it was widespread it was amazing it was an amazing time to live in what do you have to say about that? I, I I have I don't remember anything from the '80s. But you were alive for two years in it. Yeah, that was your point, right? That was my point. Yeah, is that I started reading, and that was about it. <laughs> I was a baby, and then I stopped being a baby, and then at some point I started having memories, and I don't I don't really know when that started. No. Do you ever, what? Do you, can do you ever think back and like try to figure out what your first thing you ever remember yeah. is? Yeah, I've got that. What is that? Um. Well, I remember nursery school, which is uh, four years old. I'm sure I re- I'm pretty sure I remember one one or two things from 2 years old which was dancing to a Michael McDonald song on the radio. <laughs> there's You mean that was last year, right? <laughs> no, there was there's a shitty Michael McDonald song called What a Fool Believes. It's the one that goes What a fool believes. And there's a part of that song that goes and I, I have this distinct memory in my head of the sun is shining and I'm sitting there with my mom and one of her friends and I'm like doing this little toddler pee-pee dance like, yeah, I'm dancing. <laughs> I'm dancing to this song. And it's it was it's not very thrash. Don't <laughs> please forget that I said that. Thrash beer, boobs, bar. Yeah. Yeah. Um I, I think I wanna say this happened when I was three. I could Hey, Dad! <laughs> How old was I when I, I I fucked up my thumb? Oh, Awkward silence. That was like three. Okay, thanks. Uh, What's so, he doing here in PDP Studios? I don't know. Who knows? Um, it's a giant studio building. It's a giant studio building where Lich King practices. Who knows? Weird. Um, so, yeah, I was like three years old, and I, I remember... I, I I was crawling around on the f- on the floor of our basement, 
Um, and like an idiot, like an idiot three-year-old, I way I basically crawled. Up, so my knee was on top of my thumb, <laughs> and then tried to yank my thumb out. So I actually. I don't know what the exact term for is, but I basically dislocated a tendon in my thumb. Ugh. So, like, tendons have like kind of like a socket and a stringy thing, and basically just popped it out. Um, so, That's a lot of force for a toddler to exert. Yeah, well, I I don't know how it happened. That was wow. three. Um, but basically, you... my thumb got stuck. I'm going to show Tom. This is great for the podcast listeners. My thumb would be <laughs> either be stuck in an upright position yeah. or in a position like that. Huh. And, like, I would have to push it to, like, make it move between one or the other. There's no, like, motion between it. I remember doing that, and I also remember either going into or coming out of surgery from that. Because um, I remember them putting the gas mask on my face, so I passed out. And I remember waking up from it in a hospital bed, and there was some dude next to me who was, like, talking to me. And that, I, that was, those are probably the earliest things I remember from my life. <laughs> And yeah, it's, it's it. got to be scary to wake up as like a three year old and some you're in a hospital bed and then there's some dude in another bed next to you like just talking to you like hey what's going on? yeah I, yeah and the other thing Maybe. is like I I think I was probably one so out of it and two doing my general thing where I just kind of let things happen and don't give a shit yeah and so I was like yeah what's up guy how you doing you're very <laughs> passive that way I wish I'm, I wish I could adopt your thing where you just like don't let stuff bother you like that yeah it's like I don't know I just I don't I just don't see the point in worrying about things, especially if you cannot control them. Yeah, I, I, on a logical <laughs> level, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> on an emotional level, I can't grasp that. If if there's something that's going on that bothers me and I can't, you know, I, I really can't do anything to change it, I will still be bothered by it enough to just wander around and, wow, can you believe it? Uh, yeah, and I'm just yeah. like, eh, whatever, it's happening. Don't care. Mm. Can't, do it. can't change it. Fuck it. I'm going to pause this and grab a drink because I can hear my dry lip smackiness. Okay, cool. Let's do that. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with Podcast (laughs) Mosh on Lich King Radio. Did you know that one in seven billion people is afflicted with being Christopher Atomic Thrasher from Incinerator? This is a deadly condition in that he will one day die having lived a fruitless, horrible, torrid life. People stricken with the of being Christopher Atomic Thrasher from Incinerator hate children but they love the WWE please give generously to the Christopher Atomic Thrasher Euthanization Fund thank you so we really did just spend about 20 minutes picking out a song for that (laughs) (laughs) we were going through all the logic loops and we're like which one sounds which one sounds the most commercially we couldn't find we were looking for different fun things and i just wanted something quiet we should record a bunch of these and just have them in place for breaks in the middle of the podcast yeah and just make stupid or we should get some real sponsors that'd be cool (laughs) i'd rather make a fake commercial for a creator album and have (laughs) polka music playing polka music yeah why not (laughs) that's what it sounds like to me yeah not because it's teutonic but because it doesn't move me (laughs) (laughs) that's right i said it it doesn't move me to tears. So, Brian, we're about to hit 50,000 fans. Which is almost as many people as there are in China. Yep. It's the highest number available to man. Man has only ever counted this high. Yep. After this, we won't know what the fan count is. It's we, bullshit. We'll have no we'll, no idea. Actually, Facebook will crash because it will res- it'll get set to such a high number that our fans will actually reset. Yeah, we're going to get a kill screen. Yeah, it'll just like, display a bunch of graphics and garbage because yep. we have too many fans. So that should be happening within the next two days or so, and as is tradition with us, there might just be a dumb thing that gets posted. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see if the internet picks up on this one. Yeah. I mean, it'll probably be, this podcast will probably be coming out as it's happening, or after it's happening, I don't know, but, excuse me, I had a drink and it's going, (laughs) it's kind of hard when you're talking and then you just suddenly have to go, yeah, yeah. How about that? How about it? How <laughs> indeed. <laughs> uh, so yeah, fifty thousand fans, and there's a thing happening. And, uh, yeah, you said you wanted to. You said you said you wanted to jump into something immediately. That that, that was, was it. it. Just just God. saying saying about <sighs> the song. So look at the list. We got a list of things uh, to talk about. Going back to the list. Go to the list. What else do we got to do? I'll keep the people oh, entertained. Tom, you had a 
You had a, a, a an encounter on some internet forums. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna I'm gonna not gonna name which or get into too many specifics, but I am uh, if I'm known for anything, it's for my small-minded willingness to jump into a fracas involving us and to come out swinging and say, "Hey, we're not stupid. You're stupid." It's uh, it's a character flaw. I admit it, but I don't think it's all that bad. I think I think more people should stand up for themselves. So here's what happened. Uh, somebody linked to a uh, certain forum where a discussion about us was going on, and uh, and it, it was as most of the forums, you know, the the forums with the the true metalheads that have to get on forums about metal, uh, how they will go. You know, we we suck. We're just generic throwaway pizza thrash, this and that. And I always get a little upset when I see that. And uh, they might use the term butt hurt, mind you. <laughs> but, you know, to, to to spend a good amount of your time putting a lot of your soul and energy into something that you're essentially doing for free. And then to see people just kind of like as a as a throwaway comment, just trashing it and just completely smashing everything that you do. It, it can kind of get to you. I'm it probably gets to me more than most and I'm not a terribly big person so <laughs> I tend to uh come out swinging and I came out and you know I noticed that the person that said some of the hurtful things had like a crappy black metal band uh link in their signature and I was pointed that out and you're like, ah you're stupid ah I made some smart ass remarks uh things as sometimes they do but it's never gotten to this level got real ugly real fast it turned into a, an absolute dogpile uh, where I just wandered into an alley and said, "Look at that jerk," and then every everybody <laughs> just came out of the woodwork and started like absolutely smashing me. Look at how desperate this guy is for attention. Uh, how insecure must you be to have to come out on every single forum and try to defend yourself when your shitty band gets taken apart because you stink? And like it, it got to the point where I was I was just trying to reason with people. Where I was saying, well, hold on, let's talk. Like we're we're not crappy anymore. Like black metal sucks was, however many years ago. Listen to the current stuff, I'm trying to get people turned around on it because that that song is old and it does stink. <laughs> as I've said many times, like that. If I'd known that song was going to be as big as it was, I would have put some effort into it. A lot of people seem to judge us solely based on that song. Yeah, like, the production sucks. The 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 drums suck. The vocals suck. It's like guys, we've re- we've released that. That was like six years ago. Yeah, and we've re- we've released two albums since then, which are. I'd like to say much better. I'd like to t- say much, much better. Yeah. But, it, you know, and if, if it were fair to judge us at all by that song from 2008, I'd say, yeah, okay, we do stink. We're awful. But that, because that song's really not that good. But, um, honestly, we, I lost my train of thought. You'd like, you'd like to try to point to the new people, the new stuff to try to turn people around a little bit. Be yeah. Like, so give, give us another chance. You know, it's like I, if you really, really hate us for whatever reason. Fine, but you know, at least be fair. Give us another chance. Listen to the new stuff. See what happens. Yeah. So I tried to turn people around and like just trying to use some discussion and reason. Like, hold on, now let's talk about this. And you know, stopping straight out insulting people. And the 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 dogpiling did not stop. And it just got it just stayed at a fever pitch where people were just trying to hit me. It's it's um I described it as like schoolyard stuff where people aren't. It's not really an argument. The other party's just trying to hit you as hard as they can. Like a prison shanking, like there was there was no argument going on. It was just hit a tactics, not a tactics. I just misspoke. Damn it! Edit that out, Brian. <laughs> nope, Brian of the future. Edit. No, hit tactics were nope. <laughs> where uh, it it was just it was just all out war, and I wasn't really fighting a war. I just kind of came out to yeah. You get you throw your two cents and be like yeah blah 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 funny jokes get out of here. I come out to throw some shit back, but I also think that at some point I'm going to amuse someone or make someone say like, ah, I like them. They're funny. And I'll be like, oh, thanks, mister. And I had none of that this time. Like this was a total failure on my part to communicate with anyone. And I think I might be done doing that. (laughs) Not because they kept on telling me I was a loser for, you know, feeling so desperate that I had to come out and do that, which I don't. I see that's what I don't get. It's like if they if they have if they have the ability to, you know, go on a forum and, you know, and start talking shit or whatever, we, you know, why can't we come back and be like, you know, just yeah. 
What what's what is so terrible about you know a member of a band coming back and being like, hey, this you know? I don't understand what the point is that they're trying to make. Like you're you're obviously such a huge loser because you responded to us trashing you. So you pretty much we we fought you and you fought back and that makes you weak. Yeah, I would I would I would like to argue that it's the person that starts it that is you know really the 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 weak one here. It's like yeah, you that, you okay. First of all, you're not in a band. You're not writing music. You're not playing music. You are sitting on your computer and spending your time talking about other bands on forums. It's like yeah, you while know, your your 300 fan black metal band is going nowhere and you're trying to take out. See, I'm being petty here, but yeah, <laughs> but that's what it is. That's <coughs> people taking out their their sadness on us because their feelings were hurt and now they get to trash us. And yeah, and the thing is, I I don't understand. That's another you know going back to the people think we're bigger than we are thing. It's like I feel like people try to knock us a lot because they think we have some amount of success. When, yeah, you know, it's like you know, we are still just five dudes that you know have other lives and just play this for fun. You we know, get in our broken down cars and drive to work. Yeah, yeah. We we get in our cars. We practice. We play songs in my basement. We. You set up our own tours and shows and everything, and we just go out on the road and play music and travel, you know? Yeah. It's like we didn't work, you know? <laughs> so my whole point isn't that I'm... I don't know where I was going with that, but I I just want to express that I'm not... I'm not, like, shattered from the experience. I'm just kind of like, man, it's shitty that, that we have this... Um, Excuse me, I just burped into the microphone. Edit that out, Brian. Oh, Wait, God, Don't Brian. do it, Brian. Brian, don't do it. Don't do it. Keep it in. Okay, Brian. It's shitty That's that good. we have this this mindset that you can't fight back when... People trash you, and I wonder if that's if that's why, like uh, like Hollywood people just try to keep their mouths shut as often as possible, and just try to say only nice things in interviews, and have to learn dodge tactics for interviews where they just can't say anything that addresses a negative situation. Yeah, I mean, well, the other thing about that is that you know, it's it's, I think a lot of a lot of these people also have the notion that we're like going out and looking for these things to try to to try to like you know, to argue with people on the internet. You have a Google. You have a Google search thing set up. Yeah, I have Google alerts set up. Exactly. Anytime anybody posts on the internet, it says Lich King something. Yeah. You know, we we can see it. So it's it's pretty easy. It's it's an, it's an interesting way to track when people are talking about us. So we can you know it's yeah you know hopefully and, it's in a positive light. So you know we saw some saw somebody that reviewed the stuff. We can get in touch with them and be like, hey, thanks for liking it. You know. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot of creative people have this, but um. You you take in the negative stuff that people say thirty times harder than the people that say nice things. Like I've I've said this a few times. Like we'll be out there, we'll talk to some fan, they'll be like, oh thank, oh you guys kicked ass tonight, you're great, yeah. and I'll be like thank you, but it'll just kind of like sail through my head. Whereas the person, there's just some douche on a forum that are like, ah oh, these guys suck, posers. That'll like stick in my head like fish hooks, and I won't be able to deal with it until I assassinate that person and I'm, i tend to be very good at that like going into an argument like that and just kind of chopping heads and just walking away yeah. i i think i just kind of bragged about myself see that's where i think you and i differ is that i'm very much the opposite like the same thing where i just you know don't let things bother me yeah the same way when somebody's like your, your band sucks i'm like okay <laughs> you you have to write that opinion and i'm not going to change your mind so. Here, here's my thing you know <laughs> I, people have the right to their opinion. Their opinion can be wrong. <laughs> this, I, this is one of this is one of your yes you know, Tom, Tom's. Uh, uh, I, what what's the word for it? I don't know. It's uh, it's Tom not, Tom's beliefs. Yes, Tom's, one of Tom's, Tom's opinions. Beliefs, TM. <laughs> um, that the people people that try to say well opinions are opinions and no opinion is right or wrong are generally defending their shitty opinion. <laughs> uh, a, you can have a poor opinion. You can have a bad opinion. You can have a wrong opinion. I mean, there's there's shades of gray everywhere. So you can you can be like, well, I like uh, Pink Floyd, and well, I don't. But you know, maybe that's that's also gray. That what's the point of getting into it? But you can also have the opinion that uh, dog poop makes for a great souffle ingredient, or you can have the opinion that the sky is purple, like that. It's not it's not true. It's demonstrably not demonstrably demonstrably not true. And you can point these things out and say, look, you know, put put the dog poop in your mouth. Okay, does that taste good? No? Okay. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> end, of, end of discussion. Yeah, it doesn't. But then I've I've had people try to argue with me like, well, maybe the dog poop tastes good to them. Okay, but that's why they're wrong. <laughs> like there's, and I'm not saying it's, 
the next uh, the next uh, arg- argument always is like, well, who decides what's right? Is it a majority thing? Yes and no. It's a majority, and it's also a uh, like a the, you can have a you can be learned about something, and you can have an educated opinion about something. Like I think I think wine tastes awful. I don't want to ever taste wine because it tastes like just ditch water to me. But I don't have an educated opinion on it. Like some some guy that goes to like sommelier school or whatever and can pick out the the fruity nutty flavors out of a glass of red can he i will defer to that guy's opinion much more than i will to my own i think you have that same problem with most beverages yes yeah i i don't have a have we told the 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 coors light story on the podcast <laughs> i think we did last time didn't yeah, we? we probably i don't know yeah I, um, that's a quick one though i i had a taste of some beer on tour and i was like this is really good what is this and uh we're like tom it's coors light oh Oh, it's it's real it's really good. <laughs> this like beer is it. delicious, man. Yeah, I do not have a sense of taste for alcohol. I, I'll admit that. Like, see, wine uh, wine's something I could do or with or without. I don't know. I just I'll drink it if it's there, but it's not gonna be my first choice of anything. Yeah, I just think it's terrible. Yeah, but but that's where I have bad taste. <laughs> see, I'm not the whole the whole thing with taste is that like my argument isn't that I've got the taste that everyone should have. I've got poor taste on a lot of things. I, I like a lot of really crappy music. I have a lot of uh, guilty pleasures th- and things that I don't like that I should like, like massages. I don't like massages. They're stupid. Don't touch me. <laughs> I can go off. somewhere else with this, but I'm going to leave that at. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So anyway, we, we're about, about we're at about forty minutes here. You want to do the the? Do you, there's something else you want to talk about? You said somebody was. Um, asking about advice for like, yeah. upcoming young younger thrash bands today. It comes up now and then where someone asks me, "You have advice for young thrash bands?" And I do. And um, it, it, specifically, I had Quit. a conversation today. Yeah, <laughs> that's the joke I always I make, know. which is you know, give up now because your dream is stupid. <laughs> your dream is bullshit, and you're wasting your time when you could be getting like a computer degree. And there's a lot of truth to that. You're wasting your time. <laughs> your band. Uh, parasitic inflection is is not going <laughs> parasitic anywhere. Parasitic inflection. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I just made that up. I'm sure there's an, uh, apologies to an actual band out there if you're named Parasitic Inflection. I've never heard you. I'm sure you're very good. Do they pronounce their band name like Parasitic? Get it, infle- yeah, oh, infle- I got you. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, but um, there's there's just a lot of crappy thrash out there, which I think is. Part of why it's so dead, why it's as dead as it is, because nobody like there. There's a ton of bands performing it, and more than ninety nine percent of it is just forgettable. And yeah, if I if if I can if I could make one suggestion, it's that when it comes down to it, you're a band. You're making music. Study music. Like learn learn a little bit about you know. Really focus on playing your instrument, you know, learning technique, doing all that, so you're not just, you know, up there sloppily playing your instrument with no sense of rhythm or pitch or anything. Like, just put, you know, if you really care about your craft, like, you know, work on it. Like, actually work on it and learn, you know, learn the 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 basics behind it. I guess is what I'm saying. I I disagree with that on a certain <laughs> level, but I mean, I mean. I'm not a technique guy. I believe it's all in the songwriting, but yeah. I, I, underst- I there there is some of that. You know, I I, I understand that. See, I'm, that's not a knock at you because no, I know that's not a knock at you at all. The thing is, you still have you know like having you know you you so I I don't know how you did, but somehow you you know I somehow you figured out like you know the concept of like beats and measures and how to write out drum <laughs> tracks and shit. Like you actually have some you know basic understanding of like song structure and stuff like that. Yeah. Where it's like I, I, you know, like I said, I have no how you, no idea how you picked up on that without having, you know, any any like you know formal music training at all or anything. But, yeah. And same thing like your 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 screams, you're like you still scream like a motherfucker, and I don't understand how you do that without any you know. I don't think. And I'm... you can you can you can sing really well too. You know you. Yeah, you, you know. Yeah, yeah, but you know you don't have any actual training in that, I which like is to sing a little high pitched. <laughs> Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I, I appreciate you know, that. You know, some people, some people, you know, some people just you know get it. You know, and some people don't. But if there's anything I can't say, it's just you know, if you really care about what you're doing, you know, learn about it more. You know, yeah. constantly be learning, constantly be, constantly be practicing, and 
you know. So the band yeah. that I was talking to today, um, they you know they asked that and I gave a generic response like, oh, write good stuff. I don't know, <laughs> write good music. And then they they said, hey, can I send you a song and can you listen to it? And I listened and here's where my advice is going to come in. They built the song all around one riff. Mm. It was like a three or four minute song that was clearly just a, a showcase for like one good riff that they came up with that they said, okay, well let's, let's make this into a song. And they didn't, they didn't bother fleshing the song out aside from that. So it was like one good riff. And it, when it came on, I was like, oh, nice. And then it, that riff went on way too long. And everything that wasn't that riff that happened was just padded out. The whole song was just like stuffing padded around a good riff. So you're saying they wrote Office Politics. Oh, oh shit. No. Oh, I went no. there. Come on. Oh, yeah. Oh, I went there. Damn it. Nah. I have to listen to that song again and see which Because <laughs> I know I've got- I'm just fucking with you. Oh, damn it. Now, it's, bit, now it's really but... bothering me. Now I'm going <laughs> to come out and fight you again. I'm going to go post that on a forum oh, under God. a fake name, and you're going to come and argue with me. And then <laughs> the big reveal is that- it was me all oh, alone. That would be hysterical. Fucking M. Night Shyamalan twist right there. Oh, I'm Rod, trashing my own band online. Rod Serling would get so wet about that. Just to piss off Tom. Uh, anyway, so the advice that I've got for this guy, like after I listened to that, I came back to him, okay, you gotta... My big riff writing advice is you write a... Keep on stacking on the riffs. Riffs are free. Come up with a good one and it... Riffs are free. It, yeah, riffs are free. You create them. They come out of you. It's not... You don't... I talked to a band once that like rationed out their riffs. Like, well, we come up with like two or three riffs and we make a song out of that. Then we move on to the next one and we got two or three riffs for that song. No, put as much shit as you can in a song. Yeah, until, pack it in. Until it's stuffed full. Stuff that song full and keep writing it until the song tells you that it's done. Till it feels like, well, this is about when it should end. Like, that's, that's an organic thing that should happen inside of you and not like a, well, it should be about like three and a half minutes, so we'll... We'll add a solo section here, and we'll have like the acoustic, the spooky, uh, Metallica "Ride the Lightning," you know, <laughs> intro track thing. Bands need to stop doing that for yeah. real. But um, yeah, yeah, and and also I said uh, I said to this guy, if you're not really excited about the riff that you just wrote, it's not good enough to be in the song. Digit, move yeah. on. You don't need to use everything. Like, I mean, I, I, I'm I, not saying everything that I've got is absolute gold because I look back now and I'm like, oh, that was kind of a stinker. But at the time, everything that I put down when I was writing a song, I was really excited about. You know, that's kind of interesting because now we're kind of, I that I I think we, we could almost talk about like the writing process for Stalemate, you know? Yeah. Because that was, that song went through probably seven iter- iterations maybe yeah it, yeah it got pretty good yeah like the other interesting thing about this well i guess we you know do a little back band background sure um being that uh you know for the first you know tom started lich king basically brian edit that out in the future oh my god nobody can know about this um yeah tom started lich king he was responsible for the entirety of the first two albums yeah i did everything on my own and i pretended i was multiple people <gasps> I'm pretty yeah. sure most people. Know a lot that. of people no, know that. A In- lot of people don't, though. I was talking to somebody the other day, and they're like, "Really? Yeah." I'm like, yes, no. They Tom actually got a, a Tyrannosaur to do the vocals. <laughs> oh, you! <laughs> Hulk Hogan wasn't a member of the band. And there was Darth Vader. <laughs> um, yeah, I pretended I was multiple people, and all the which was it's really irritating if you look at back and you listen to the <laughs> gang shouts. You can hear me just going, Ooh, and trying to sound different in different voices. So I was like, Ooh, and then I would do one take where I was like, eh. it's not effective. <laughs> it would have been a lot funnier if you actually like did a Darth Vader voice and a Hulk Hogan impression as the gang vocals. Ugh. Awful. Nah, that would have been terrible. But yes. Funny, <laughs> funny in my head. Um, <laughs> yeah, so basically, it wasn't really until, you know, I, I, me and... The two guys that I was playing with, Eric and Kevin, who were the two original guitarists for Lich King, we joined up in the band right about as Tom was ready to release World Gun Dead. Yeah. Um, and that that was interesting because basically at that point I was like, hey, I play drums and I do recording stuff. Let me record drums and remix the album. And I was like, no, it's pretty much ready to go. I think I'm just going to put it out like this. It's, it's fine. Like, yeah, I was, yeah. And I was like, ah, let's, let's, let's get, just let me have at it. Yeah. And then, Put it out. I think that was probably the first of our pitched battles over a small point. <laughs> We've had many, and Brian doesn't let go of a point when he's got it, and it's f- it's really frustrating yeah. because he tends to win those arguments just because, uh, I try. not just because he keeps going and he doesn't let go of the point, but because 
He's because my, right. opinion, my opinion is correct. His opinion is correct <laughs> about like music production stuff. I defer to him now. I've learned not to argue about it. Yep. Likewise, I, I, I've learned to defer to Tom any artwork shit. I'm just like, try this. And I'm like, and then I realize, oh, wait, now that sucks. Well, I should just let Tom do this. I should shut the fuck up. Yeah. That's, <laughs> but that's okay. Though. It's, it's good getting the feedback. It's irritating when a client will give you the feedback and tell you, no, we want it this way. And, and it's a bad idea. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I sometimes get the same thing doing recording and production stuff, mm-hmm. but it's usually it, usually we come to some sort of compromise. There's always some sort of middle ground on that. Yeah, but so anyway, um, yeah, Born of the Bomb, Born of the Bomb. We actually, you know, had a full band, and that was more of a that was the first time that we everybody actually recorded their own stuff on the album. Yeah, um, you know, we it, it was yeah, like before that, it was Tom literally did all the guitars and the bass. Yeah, yep. on World Gone Dead, it's all me. Yep. World That's Gone why Dead. the solars are so good. <laughs> yeah, listen to that Act of War solo. Mm. I had to transcribe that once for Rock Band, and yeah. that was fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I was mad at you because you kept all the timing exactly right just to dick with me. And I was like, man, the, the bass is just all over the place, and it doesn't make sense, and people are complaining. They're calling it one of the hardest songs, but really it's just because it was originally played so awfully. <laughs> It's so unfair to those poor rock band players who play. They paid like two bucks for that song, and they can't play it because yeah. they're playing on rhythm, and I wasn't. Uh, yeah. So, so even even most of the board of the bomb though. Though Tom, you're you're still the basis of most of the songwriting. Yeah. Like, well, you pretty you everything on board of the bomb was basically your original songwriting at uh-huh. least basis, and you know Rob. Rob came in and we actually rewrote some riffs and changed a few things. Um, so stalemate is sort of along the same lines, but for this album, it looks like we're all kind of pitching in a little bit more. I feel like yeah, it's going to be a little more collaborative. Yeah, and a, a thing that I'm I've been tenacious about is that I retain veto quality. Yep. Which <laughs> quality is that the word? That's veto not the word I was looking power. for. Power. Veto. I retain veto rights. Power. Why did I say quality? I don't know. I don't this doesn't make know. any sense. But I retain that quality. You're drunk, Tom. No, <laughs> I've had half of one cider, like three quarters of a cup of hard cider, and we doesn't take much. Does um, it taste like Coors Light? <laughs> I wish. What is this stuff? It's really good. Oh, it's really good. It's apple juice, Tom. Oh, it's really good. It's really like fruit from the apple. Yeah. Um. So one thing we actually did for the song that we've never ever done before is we actually played this song as a band before we recorded it. <laughs> Which seems like a weird concept to most bands, but just the way we've Tom's always written songs is that he you know, he Yeah. He he writes out all the guitar parts and the drum parts in a uh you know, programmed form on the computer and then we learn the song and play it. Yeah. But like the, but all, all of Born of the Bomb was written uh, and recorded when uh, Rob came over and he was like, Okay, what am I playing? And then I would play him the song and he would learn you know a couple of riffs in a row and then he would record that and say what's next yep. so like we didn't we didn't really have like a, a setup where we were playing it live and like or playing it in practice and honing it that way yeah so but yeah so stanley was like the first time we've actually ever done that and um actually so we had some really cool ideas come out of that um one of which was the speed up at the end like yeah, I just did that as a on, a on a whim, as a joke, more than anything. Just started speeding up the end part, and and, and Tom's like, "Do that! Like, we got to yeah. do that!" And I'm like, "Okay, sure." Yeah. You know, so there, I have these moments where like Brian, I'll try something as a goof, and I'll I'll like point at him, and then and then I'll do the thumbs up. Yep, and I'm like, and I'm, I'm what are you thumbsing up? I just I don't remember what I did. <laughs> but it's happened a lot though that. We'll be like doing some. Uh, there'll be a live version of a song where you do something different. I'll be like, "Keep that, keep that." It's fun. Yeah. I don't know, but but even the the basic songwriting for the song, like we had, we had a version of the song that was probably like five minutes long and had an entirely different like solo section. Yeah, and it was slower, and you know, I I came in and kind of was like, "Try this, try this." You know, yeah. I throw my things at the song. You made a lot of changes in that one. Like you proposed the whole. Uh, what is it? Two the, step. The, the breakdown. Yeah. Well, you you had a two step idea for the end. Yeah, but you you really, I'd say that was the most that any one person that's not me has changed a song, <clears throat> and that you know that change has gone to print. Yeah. Like that was, that was a nice milestone. Yeah. So that yeah that was really interesting. You came up with all these ideas and they worked really well. Yeah. And I liked it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we're like at fifty three minutes now. 
probably a good time to wrap up. And uh, but we have another thing to talk about, don't we? What's uh, on the list? That was it. That was it. Yeah. What about the new direction I want to take things in? Well, I have no idea what this is. Well, it's not. It's not. <laughs> we probably should have just ended there because this isn't too exciting. But um, I've been getting depressed in talking to thrash people. Like I, <laughs> like I'll throw something out on the Facebook or something, and I'll talk to someone, and what they what I get back is um, dick jokes, <laughs> and beer and boobs and th- I'm tired of throwing ideas out and getting getting back like a like thrasher thoughts like you, people that prove the stereotype right and I'm thinking what if we start to make all of our songs about dicks and boobs and beer no. <laughs> perfect a bit more of a stand a, a for um for yeah I, I, I get what you're going for uh, I get, I, I get, I get it, but I don't, I don't think that's a thrasher thing. I think it's just an internet thing. No, it's an I, all of metal thing. It's an all of people thing. No, I think it's a specifically. Like, I know it's an, it's an internet people thing, but like, there's a pride that comes with it in metal. Like when people are, you know, dumb and they're, they're also just like all about life's, everything about life that's worth living, can be found in a beer can and a boob, and that's like just one. And that's all <laughs> that I'm living for, bro. Woo! I, I want to. I'm thinking about making a push for some, I don't want to say high-minded things, but things that are of the level that like anyone else in civilization is thinking about right now. Like stamping out, I'm thinking about- Poverty and greed. No, specific (laughs) issues within the metal community are like homophobia, uh, the pride and stupidity, um, worrying about who's a a poser. Yeah, I I can agree with all these things. Um, What's the other thing that- God damn it. Sexism along with Yes, misogyny. Yeah. Misogyny. Misogyny I I hate it. We when we played in a one of the dates on the first tour, I won't search, we came across so much misogyny and we were all like talking about it like this guy was such a dick. Yeah. And he was like just this this one guy that we met this one time on tour, I'll just tell it, he looked exactly like Dave Mustaine. <laughs> and he was he was like, I sleep with all these girls and I tell them I love them, but I don't. <laughs> And then he kind of he pauses and he looks at us like we're we're about to all like like high five him or something. He was waiting for our approval. Like ah, you got those girls, you you messed with their hearts. Ah man, you led them to believe something that wasn't true, <laughs> so you could get what you wanted. Good for you. Good, Good for, you. for you. Yeah, you take what you want. Yeah. Scum. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, fuck that guy. So uh, I kind of I I want to get a little more public about being against these kinds of things. Like yeah. when, when I, I'm not talking about exactly when, you know, every instance of when someone says fag, because that happens a lot in metal, like, like fag yeah. and f- okay, fine. But whenever, like, whenever you're talking about something specific, like maybe the event sevenfold thing comes up again yeah, and yeah. someone says, ah, hey, they're a bunch of faggots. those it's guys like, are <sighs> so gay. They're a bunch of faggots. It's like, like just stop when you get, when you go that far with it, it's, it's, I I re- that's hard for me because I want to come out and just kind of make a stance that no that's that's not okay, but then you you start fighting back against fan bases and bad things can happen. Lars, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, see, I'm 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 on board with everything you just said. It's just like like what are you talking like within the music itself or just like I know I have a song plan. Uh, a song plan that will kind of address a, a couple of these things. Okay. But not not all of it. Like, And it's it's going to be much more fun than like a scolding. Yeah. Actually, that's not true. It's going to be a fun scolding. Fun scolding. An extremely scolding, fun scolding. But um, for the, And I'm not talking about soapboxing or anything either, but I, I, I want to get a little more public with it. Yeah. Like, just... I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure how, but I want to I kind of take a stance now and then and be like, shit's not cool. Let's not pretend shit's cool. So right there goes an edit where we uh con- <laughs> God damn it. The conversation No, no I'm not seamless. gonna say what it was. I'm supposed not gonna say seamless. what it was. It's supposed to pick up right where we left off. I can't say there was an edit there where we just trashed another band and that we edited no, that out. No. And it's for you to wonder which band and why. Who knows? You'll never know. We'll never say. We don't have to edit that out. That was a smooth transition. That was a, that was not <laughs> That was wonderful. All right, it's gonna this is what you're gonna hear. It's gonna be shit's not cool. Well, that's where we just edited a bunch of stuff out. Well, why don't you put a beep there, like beep, like edit noise. That's the noises. No, that's the point of editing is that you're not supposed to leave noise. Leave a noise. No, should I do that in all of our songs too? Beep. 
Yeah, right between songs. <laughs> like, right between <laughs> no, in the middle of a song where it's like, we edited out this section. It's like, beep. Well, that's a different kind of editing. That's an. All editing is supposed to be seamless, Tom. No. Anyway. Anyway, we've been talking for about an hour here. Yeah, we can. We're going to wrap this shit up. Thank you for listening to Podcast Mosh. Please subscribe to us on the iTunes store. You can go to itunes.lichkingmetal.com and that'll link you to uh, to where you can uh, subscribe to the podcast and listen on your iPhone or iPod or whatever you got. You can also go to hell. <laughs> For you all can, I care, honestly. You can also do that too. Yeah. Uh, Jump yeah. off a cliff and scream and die. <laughs> yeah. So uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back in a... Uh, Whenever we decide to do another one of these. It yeah, seems like a month right now, but... We're probably going to ramp it up through February because we're going to be practicing for the tour more often. Practicing getting... and songwriting and... I got to songwrite. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's hard to songwrite. Get on that, Tom. God damn it. The... I was about to launch into it. But <laughs> no, I should probably... We'll yeah. Save it for next time. Yeah. Thank you for listening, everybody, and have a wonderful evening. Bye. I love you. Go to hell. <laughs>